0: Came across this piece um, earlier this week, dealing with, you know, there are so many holiday movies out there, right? And rom-coms, particularly. A lot of these lovey-dovey rom-com, Christmas romantic comedies. Um, And our next guest has gone through some of these movies and said, you know what? Some of the behavior in some of these movies is a little bit questionable. So let's get into that with Myra Hassan, who's a Ph.D. candidate at Peter A. Allard School of Law, University of British Columbia. Myra, thank you for your time this morning. Appreciate you joining us.
1: Thank you, Shay. Thank you for having me.
0: It's an interesting discussion that you've opened up here in terms of taking a look at these movies that we we sort of look at, um, you know, as being these ideal love story, romantic comedy vi- visions, you know, around the holidays, and, and said, yeah, but there's some lines that are being crossed here, right?
1: That's right. So, um, you know, some of these, these movies are really popular and our favorites, um, including some of my own favorites a really long time ago, but I think... When you uh, watch some of these movies, you realize that there are scenes in there that, you know, are common behaviors that are found in criminal harassment or outright sexual assault. So I think it's really important that when we watch these, maybe we watch them differently this year.
0: Um, Okay, let's walk through a couple of the big ones. And I haven't seen all of these, but I've seen a couple of them. For example, the first one you mentioned, Bridget Jones's Diary, which was a huge one. What do you see as being problematic there?
1: Yeah, so, I, I mean, it was also uh, one that I used to, you know, be a fan of um, back in the day, because it is quite old. It's, I think, about 20 years old. Um, and the problematic situations that are in those movies, or in that movie in particular, is, you know, there's the the sort of pervy uncle, you know, slapping her bottom without her consent. Um, there's that questionable um, intimate relationship she has with her boss you know and and that sort of power and authority and trust yeah. um there's also you know him showing up uninvited and so my sort of issue that I take up with uh, a lot of these movies including Bridget Jones's diary is that they're sort of shown as, you know, unproblematic, sort of acceptable, even desirable, which, you know, promotes and encourages rape culture, quite frankly. So I'm not saying that, you know, don't watch these movies, of course, you know, watch these movies, but I just want everyone to maybe, you know, have a conversation about them. Um, You know, when we see these behaviors, what do we see? Are are we laughing at something that's actual violence?
0: And I think that's an interesting... Because you know what? I mean, they're movies, ultimately, right? And we have to view them through that lens. But you're right in terms of having a discussion about this, you know, because that some of these movies that you're mentioning, we're not talking about, I mean, 20 years ago, in the sense of Bridget diary, is not really that long ago. Times have not changed that much. But some of the ones that you're mentioning here came out last year and even this year, right?
1: That's right, Um, and those are, I think, the the two that I mentioned, Single All the Way and The Princess Switch 3. And Single All the Way, actually, I I mentioned um, is quite uh, interesting, and I think they've handled uh, the idea of sexual advances in a lot. Um, I think, in a lot helpful, in a bit of a helpful way in terms of, you know, when you're rejected, for example, you don't get mad and and incite violence onto that person, you know, which is something I think uh, victims of criminal harassment um, and, you know, sexual harassment endure and have endured. Um, so it was great to see in that movie that they handled that really well, where it was respectful and consent was valued over, you know, a relentless pursuit where you're just, you perpetuating violence onto another person because you know they're not giving you what they
0: want. Um, and let me play devil's advocate here: these are movies. I mean, they're n- mm-hmm. they're not necessarily the real world. So, do, are we putting too much emphasis on what we're seeing in movies and not being able to look back and say, okay, this is this is entertainment? Or, I mean, wh- wh- what's the risk in in seeing these sort of things on on the big screen?
1: Yeah, and I think this is why I, I say again that it's it's not me saying, hey, don't watch movies. Right. On the contrary, I, I want people to watch them, but maybe talk about them, right? I think what I'm being critical of is watching them without questioning the narrative. And what that, is, that is, essentially has, uh, like it affects the way that we uh, function in our lives. And, and that's for anybody, whether you think, oh, this is what I should be desiring. Is this what we want to show as love? right? So I think that's sort of what I am um, being critical of, is ensuring that we're not watching these narratives without questioning them or without talking about them.
0: Yeah, interesting discussion, Myra. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Jay. I really appreciate it.
0: You bet. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
1: Thanks to you, too.
0: That's Myra Hassan, who is a PhD candidate at Peter A. Allard School of Law, University of British Columbia.